Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... again guys good morning good afternoon good evening or good night my name is thomas and welcome to another episode of the broadcast podcast and joining me as always he's my bro and he's your bro too give it up for alan hello everyone and welcome to the broadcast not the bowcast tom how are you broski bro i'm going well and i think it's time for us to get together as we do in the month of november and do a great thing called the Broadcast Broadcast. I know, it's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone is well, and everyone has been keeping uh, sort of around the world these times, so especially down here in Australia, everyone's slip-slopping, slapping, and we keep uh, ourselves protected in the sun. And our friends over in the um, other side of the world, over in the States, I hope you guys are all keeping warm, because if it's your very chilly type of weather coming up here, especially, I hope everyone has a fantastic Pardon me, Thanksgiving. I hope everyone was safe. Um, Tom, how are you? What's going down? How's how's the family? Bro, family's good. We're on the home stretch to our school holiday break. The kids have been swimming. The pool's good and going. The spa's all ready to go too. So I'm going from spa to pool, spa to pool, and just trying to get my health a bit on track before Christmas time because I know I'm going to eat a lot. So. <laughs> Why people do that? I love that. So it's a concept in my head that never works where people go i'm gonna get healthy before christmas christmas comes around Ooh, ham don't do that guys just wait a little bit after christmas because that's your time of the year where you're allowed to reward yourself be merry be happy on all that stuff and talking um, about like a, a health goal i remember thinking okay yep jan one gonna kick into it jan Jan 10, I'll start then. Feb 10, maybe April 10. And I just, I haven't started yet. We're in, we're in November, so. Yeah, you're yeah. nearly done. <laughs> Damn it, interesting, I'll get there. interesting you saying about the pool looks like um, we'll, 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 you and I will be definitely catching up definitely soon um, with your family, my family, our immediate family for um, a short, sort of an early Christmas. Hmm. So, so be, should be fun. 
Well, guys, before we actually kick into what should be another great episode of the Broadcast Podcast, you can check out all of our socials uh, at the Broadcast Podcast on Instagram, the Broadcast on Twitter. You can email us at broadcast2 at gmail.com. But before we actually announce what's coming up next, here are two great wrestling podcasts that we support. Check these guys out. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself, Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications, follow us on Twitter at Marking Out, and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash Out 11 And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leads Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of, and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week. We've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts, so if you want to have fun, take your pants off, put in your headphones, pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device, relax and just have a good time, catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way, come check us out. You guys can find me at Matt Ritter, that is Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, on Twitter only there. You will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World, and that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh cw superhero stuff if you want to check out the smack and raw podcast if you want to check out our other show return to wrestling where me and my co-host travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old wcw nitros and pay-per-views and i have to suffer through hulk hogan repeatedly if that sounds like something that you think is fun come check that out as well we also have a youtube only show hosted by vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time all right guys we are back and it's now time to kick in to the greatest segment in podcasting history, the wonderful world we live in. Who would like to go first? If you don't mind, I'd love to go first, if you do not mind. Well, I do mind, and you're not. Good. I'm going to go with it. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get going. Probably a lot of you nerdlingers out there, including myself, probably heard about this a couple of weeks ago. But let's have a read, and let's find this very interesting. This VR headset 
will literally kill you if you die in game. This is posted by Evan Moore, sorry, Ewan Moore, and this was published on November 8th. Have you ever watched the Dicepin uh, sci-fi series in which a, uh, a hero jumps into a virtual world only to be told, if you die in this game, you will die in reality? Have you ever thought what would be a super cool thing if that happened in real life? Probably not, because you're normal. Enter Oculus founder Palmer Luckily, who has decided that the world needs needs the right the right now is a VR headset that will quite literally kill you dead if you die in game. The good, news, the good news is that the headset isn't currently in real production when you buy, thankfully. However, the concept of it has been thought as generally a scary idea. In a blog post, Luckily explained that he is inspired by the SAO incident, as a fictional event in the Sword Art Online, which 4,000 players died in real life after becoming trapped in their VR uh, MMMORPG. This incident in the Sword Arts uh, Online Universe started on November 6th of 2022. Hence, luckily he's choosing now to unveil this he's twisted baby to the world. This is done by luckily. He is said here, the idea of trying your real life for a virtual avatar has always fascinated me. You instantly raise the stakes of a maximum level and force people fundamentally rethink their instance with a virtual world and the plays inside it, he wrote. Pummeled by graphics might be make the game more real, but only to threat a serious consequences can make a game feel real if every person Every other person is in the game. This is an arena video game mechanics that has never been explored. Despite the long history of real-life world sports revolving around similar stakes. In the world of Sword Art Online, the headset deploy that is essentially amounts of a microwave introduction into the brain blast that instantly kills uh, the wearer. Luckily, has adopted three explosive charges positioned right on top of the wearer's forehead, connected to sensors that means that it will charges will go off when the game is over. At the sorry, at the gamer's screen, and this gamer screen is detected. This will, in Luckily's words, instantly destroy the brain of the user. While in this highly, highly unlikely that this product, uh, product will ever be seen the light of day. Even seeing a well-thought-out concept, this is deeply disturbing. And there we go, guys. This VR headset will literally kill you if you die in-game. Tom? Right. Um, I understand, like, VR having, like, the new ones where you have sensations, like you'll feel heat or you feel cold, you feel temperature changes or wind and stuff like that. But to nearly die or really die, 
how did he come up with the idea? Like, it sounds like something <laughs> maybe out of a video, an 80s video game sort of horror movie, like mm. Running Man, that type of style. And it, uh, when I read the story, it made me very intrigued of like, we could possibly see this like in a Big Brother series, one, a Big yeah. Brother series um, <clears throat> I was going to say something like Saw, it's kind of like an, a TV show, like where you put people in a house together and they've got to battle their way through. And, and it, every time, if you're playing the game, this is for all the gamers out there, and um, you know, you're in the middle of a game and you die, that's it. You could be playing COD, you could be playing Fortnite, you could be playing God of War, you know, any of those type of games. You're playing a VR game and you get shot down, you're dead instantly. So, Because I have seen some VR stuff where you would actually wear more than just the headset, like you would actually wear an arm and chest piece, so when you get hit in the game, you actually feel a zap, like you feel a shock, it jolts you back. Like it has little mechanics on the chest piece that you feel it. Yep. Um, I did hear there were some video games I've seen come out too where if you die in-game, your character is dead. Yes. There was some video, I don't know, was either a PS4 or a PS5 game where like you can play in a way that if you die, that character is gone. Like you can't replay him unless you go to your previous save file, but you can wipe a character fully off if you die. I remember there was a game that came out for the Wii U back in the day, and it's a um, it was a zombie game. Mm. And uh, I remember uh, that was one of the concepts: you could create a character, go into the zombie world. If the zombie world, um, sorry, your zombie world character dies, they become a zombie. You have to remake mm. your avatar and then go back into the universe. And then during the game, you can go back to the particular spot where you died, and you will see your avatar self as a zombie. Mm. Or pick up your resources. Pretty much, and mm. then kill yourself, and then, well, the, not yourself, but pretty much the character you were previously playing as. Well, mine's a bit more lighthearted. Alan's was about death and, and VR. Mine's a bit funny. Uh, uh-huh. My word for this one was pilot. Okay, so here we go. The headline reads, Pilot threatens to turn plane around if passenger continues to airdrop nudes. Oh, <laughs> you have my undivided attention. A pilot has threatened to turn the plane around and end everyone's holiday before it even began if they didn't stop sending nude photographs via airdrop. The whole strange announcement was captured on video by passenger Taylor Marcells, who filmed the pilot stating that he, he'll have to pull back into the gate and everybody's going to have to get off. The pilot added, we are going to have to get security involved. In the rest of the video, which has been since viewed more than 2 million times, the aircraft's captain said that everyone's vacation is going to be ruined if the activity doesn't stop. And he says, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending nude pictures and let's get ourselves to Kaibo, which is where they're going to in Mexico, he added. Yes. The whole scene unfolded on the Southwest Airlines flight from Cobo, Mexico, and is slightly reminiscent of the scene in The Simpsons where the kids are complaining in the backseat of the car before the angry dad receives a slap on the back of the head from Nelson Muntz. However, instead of back to Winnipeg, this plane hadn't even managed to get off the floor yet before the threats to cancel the flight altogether started. We can only we can only assume that people were using airdrop to send things through to people unsolicited, which isn't a nice thing to do in fairness. Still, 
the pilot's measured and considered tone threat was amused people online. In fact, more than 1,000 people have commented on the original TikTok video, which was shared four days ago. Most of them are just laughing at the major dad moment vibes they're getting from the man in charge of the plane. One said, don't make me come back there. Another one wrote, like a school bus driver with a bunch of rowdy kids. A third commentated, I'm going to turn this plane around and everyone's vacation will be ruined. Ha ha ha, major dad vibes. Some of the others who had seen it are less, a uh, little less happy to go lucky with one person seriously noting, Pilot has the ultimate authority. He doesn't need a reason. If he doesn't like something, that's his choice. Another, view, another viewer said, remember when people uh, didn't need to talk to adults like they were children? Regardless, we have to assume that the activity did stop in the end and they did manage to get to the vacation uh, without further incidences, with Taylor posting further TikToks aboard her trip in Kaibo. However, we've reached out to Northwest Airlines for a comment on the matter, so hopefully they'll clear things up for us. Comments, L. That's fantastic. What an incredibly funny and interesting story. I, you know, I am the pilot. I am the pilot. You don't you listen to me. You know, We are not going to see any nudes. I don't want any nudes. Now, who's he getting nudes from? Is it from... Like everyone on the plane's getting like air dropping nudes, you know, is it from a dude, is it from a chick, you know, is it from a dude and a chick? You know, just is maybe sometimes you get on your phone like Oi that's that's not me. That's alright, that's alright. But um, that's saved the photos. It's yeah, pretty much. Um hidden. But just it, yeah, hidden, you gotta hide <laughs> that shit. Um but yeah, um props to the um the pilot to um actually say no. Not having that shit, and if uh, I'm not leaving this tarmac until someone stops doing that shit, um, yeah, I want to know more about this story too. And I want, and if you can, please uh, put the audio in for our viewing pleasure. Oh yeah, I'll chuck the ad in, guys, of the actual pilot telling people. Here's the funny thing that makes me think back to like we don't have this in Australia. I know it's a pretty old concept, but lots of the original old planes used to have that big screen, like right in the middle of the actual plane. Well, we don't have that. We have like the single seat with your own screen. Imagine yep. airdropping it to that big, massive screen. Yep. So I everyone can see just sees just, you know, cock mate up on the screen there. Just a big old brown hole. <laughs> cock and, and the brown hole. Delightful. This, is, this, this, isn't, this isn't Pennington. What's this movie? This, this is the in flight movie, is it? No, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> is, is that on the menu? Um, No, no, thank you. I, I, I'd rather just have the. Peanuts, please. No, not penis. Thank you. And that is, guys, the wonderful world we live in. Alright guys, we are back and before we actually open up the TVK Lost and Found box, we want to give a shout out to two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. 
Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time for me to once ago, once well, once again, to go back up to the... Uh, my attic to go through the lost and found box. I'm actually still recuperating from the scratches I had on my. I was arms. about to ask uh, you. Yeah. Just, be, I'm so glad that you're doing it. You've thrown. Well, actually, I don't think you even. You just didn't volunteer. You just pretty much said, "I'm going to go up there." I'm like, oh, great, because I'm not coming up with you again because the cat attacked you last time, mm. and I'm not. I'm not going near there today. And then I haven't gone back up there since last episode. He was pissed off though. You know why? Mm. Why? Yeah, Kenny Omega. Oh, come on. And the Bucks were on the show, for fuck's sake. All right, I'm going up the ladder. All right, there's my box. I'm not going to touch it yet, though. See if he's yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. All right, oh, there it is. Open it up. Get rustling through it. Right. Russell. He's actually not here. Look, he's not actually here. Oh, shit. Get out. Fuck off. Fuck off, like, I need like a zap a taser or something to tase him off there with the cheese, just like that. Tase him off like that. That's cool. That's what we call a callback. He's gone there. Go away, go away. Alright, pulling it out. Ooh, okay, Al. We've actually pulled out, guys. Uh, oh, it's funny because it's topical. Uh, because we've got Survivor Series War Games happening this weekend. I've actually pulled out NXT War Games from December 5, 2021. And Ooh. I'm talking about the men's matchup, which was yes. entitled Team Black and Gold versus Team NXT 2.0. I have not watched this match either. So you, your boys right here are going into this nice and fresh and uh, could be very interesting to watch because this is the sort of the time where everyone's back going to shows now. Hmm. COVID is still around, but we're not really sort of it's not controlling our lives anymore so okay are we ready to watch yeah give us our countdown all right ladies and gentlemen we should all be on the one hour 58 24 mark of this show so get ready to press play with us in five four three two one 
yes. War Games match. <sighs> you know, I'm disappointed though. Are you disappointed? What's wrong? Oh, I wanted to pull out War Games featuring the fake Sting from WCW. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why did you do that for? Why would you want to do that to yourself? What? You want to get Ultimate Warrior pulling his peck off in the in the 98 one? You say peck or pecker? Both. <laughs> he had a leather jacket on. Yeah, he pulled his, um, what is it, his pectoral muscle climbing through the hole, didn't he, in the 98? Climbing one? through the hole. <laughs> That's right. And you want to watch that shit. No, and I was really... going to think, if we keep this concept going of just doing one mm-hmm. match, I really hope in October next year we draw out Warrior versus Hogan uh, from Halloween Havoc 1998 and let's watch them try and wrestle, try to recreate their Mania matchup, and also throw a fireball. So, Did the Dogface Gremlin ever have a, a War Games match? Uh, I believe he actually did some of the original ones. Let's pull it yeah, up, I eh? thought so, yeah. Well, while everyone's coming out, I'm going to pull up the history of the War Games matchup. Do you know much about this fella coming out, Grayson Waller? Uh, He's the fella currently on the show who's trying to start some heat with um, uh, Booker T, isn't he? Yeah, and he's Aussie as well. He's Australian, isn't he? Yeah. Let's see actually where he comes from, eh? What town's he from? He's from Sydney. He's 32 years old. Yep. Uh, also wrestled under the name Matty Wahlberg. Not familiar with Tony and Gigangelo. All right. So you okay. asked about if the Steiners or just Rick was in one. Steiners. Right, oh, Carmelo Hayes. Yes, I know this gentleman. The North American champion with Trick Williams. I don't actually see it here, Alan. I don't think they actually have. Okay. Yep, didn't think they probably did. It's mainly the Warriors were the um the tag team that went into the went into the war games. Yeah, the amount of times the Warriors have taken on the four horsemen, dude. They're like I'm up to nine matches almost. Yeah. They they had some battles back in the day. Hmm. But they used to do them a lot on house shows, they've got it here. Like there's one where they did them like every day of a weekend. They just did multiple war games matches. So, am I seeing that they are not in a pod, or they are just waiting outside the ring? Yeah, well, you would think the traditional format was there would have been an advantage, so there would have been a coin toss, or there would have been a match where the advantage would usually go towards the heel. So after an interval, a heel would come in to do a two-on-one, but I think what they're doing here is everybody's coming out and they're standing outside the cage. Well, that's old school way. That's the old day Dangerous Alliance take on the um, mm. the um, oh who was that back in the day? I think it was the Horsemen. So yeah, understandable. See, I'm probably Champa. confusing it for uh, TNA. They used to do. They had their own one called Lethal Lockdown, and that was one by one someone would come out. Yeah. NXT champion, eh? Champa. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really know what this young man's doing anymore as he's become Mrs. Lackey. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Hopefully so were you, you, were yeah. you watching this at this time, this 2021 no. timeline? No, yeah. no, I have no 
no memory of this whatsoever. That's the thing too. I think it's on for us like middle of the week, and I just don't just don't have time to watch it. Mm. So it's like I'll just either read it on like eWrestlingNews.com or just check it out on Twitter. So. And here comes uh, Pete Dunn, aka Butch, aka Pete Dunn. Because Triple H <laughs> didn't like the Butch idea, so he put him back to normal. So the rest of this card also featured Odyssey Jones defeated Andre Chase in the uh, pre-show matchup. No idea. The opening match was the Women's War Games. Cora Jade, Ira Cherie, Kyla Ray, and Raquel Gonzalez mm-hmm. defeated Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, which is uh, Daisy, Gigi, and Mandy. Oh, uh, my imp- goodness. Imp- Imperium defeated uh, Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. So this was one of Kyle yes. O'Reilly's last matches before he left. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeated Duke Hudson in a hair versus hair match. So Duke Hudson is Australian as well. He's an Aussie fellow yes. from down here. Yes. And the match just prior to this was Roderick Strong successfully defends the NXT Cruiserweight title against Joe Gacy in eight minutes. Oh, okay. Hmm. I didn't know LA Knight was old school black and gold yeah this is kind of confusing because he I would probably see him more on 2.0 like because he suits that kind of heel side so yes this is classic right here man black and gold Gargano yes the rebel yell is it I'm looking at my time I'm now at like two hours and four minutes this has been like seven minutes of introductions yes hmm where back in the day was uh, pretty much everyone that came down to the ring was in a faction. Yeah. Like Hogan and these Hulkamaniacs, you know, they would come down as together alongside with Hogan. The Horsemen would come down together as a collective unit. Well, I miss that about, like, the old Survivor Series where it was, like, the team names. Like yep. the Like the Royals or HBK's team, and they all have their own name and stuff like that, and... It was like early 90s, that late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, that sort of considered that is these days a bit tacky, a bit mm. geeky, a bit dorky. But sometimes that's a bit of fun, though. What was one of the years? Was it Jerry the King Lawyer had midgets or something? Or was it Doink the Clown had them or something like that? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Lawyer had his uh, King's Core and he also did take on uh, Doink and his um, and the Dinks. Hmm. So they're saying that it's Carmelo and Gargano, I think, are kicking it off. Yes. There is a cage over there. There are pods there. Look at that. Why aren't they going in it, though? I think that was... I I think they're probably keeping it old school for the, the old school men's way. I don't know if the women's did that during their... Hmm. If they used the car, shark cages. Remember there was a big heel turn in one of them a few years ago where like a teammate turned on her own partner by booting her in the face or something as she was coming down to the ring? Like mm-hmm. it was another feud going on. But again, oh, I they... wasn't watching religiously, so... No, I was wrong. They are going into their shark cages. Hmm. So who do you want to know about, El? We'll read up about some people in the match who you may not know. I, I know I know LA Knight, and I know Champau, and I know... Um, uh, <laughs> The other gentleman, uh, Pete Dunn. So, I know 
um, Bron Breaker because I've watched a couple of NXT shows. I've seen Carmelo uh, Hayes wrestle before, and I saw him recently win the um, North American Championship again in that ladder match, which was fantastic. So, so really, this yeah. leads what Tony D'Angelo, eh? I've seen him a few. I, I think I saw him in the most recent NXT show, but yeah, he's just um, he's a Mama Luke. He's a he's an Italian stereotype. Uh, yeah, I know absolutely nothing about him. That's all right. Let's just watch the match, eh? See, Camilla Hayes, I think when we covered our last episode, when we did the... Uh, what was the last NXT one we did? Was that the TakeOver 36? Remember it was mm-hmm. Samoa Joe and Kyrian, and just before the main event, they showed the breakout tournament, mm-hmm. and they showed Camilla Hayes in the final, because that's just when he had debuted. Yep. Um, before they kind of even gave him a proper storyline, and he, he's I, I, even now, I still think he's the future of NXT, of the brand to be the champion. And if Breaker got the call up, he would be the guy that would win it. He would hmm. break his last match in NXT will be against this young man, and he will drop the title to him. And it's kind of like what the North American belts become is like that middle belt towards the world title. If he can get that, then you're in the world championship kind of run. Yep, beat. So it, it, at this time, it is led to believe that the black and gold are the faces, the old school soldiers, and that the 2.0, the heels? Yeah. Or is it just purely just um, young, v, young v old? Mm, I think they're playing it. The veterans are the good guys. Young guys are kind of this disrespectful up and comers who. It's all about us now. And you would say that like Carmelo and Waller would definitely be the heels within the team. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know if Tony Giangelo was a heel. And Breaker was just this powerhouse, just coming through and wrecking everybody. He was all yep. on his way to Champa. So Well, again, um, if you don't know who he is, you know who his daddy is. And if you know hmm. if you don't who know who his daddy is, you know who his uncle is. So Oh my god, fantastic. But there was even talks of him debuting as a Steiner, like he was going to be called Braun Steiner, and then they decided to go, no, 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 we'll give him his own character. His it's probably own a thing. good thing they did that because um, he didn't need that. Didn't need to drop that name as as Steiner. We know who the Steiners are. Um, but do you think it's confusing then to have the storyline a few months ago where they actually had Rick Steiner come in there and they identified, oh, yep, that's father and son. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, but again, you. Okay, that's right, because it was a Gracie, that Gracie family um, yeah, kidnapped Joe him. Also. Yeah. yeah, they did something with him, and they kidnapped him and did something to him and stuff like that. Um, no, I think it's, they know that wrestling fans are not dumb. Mm. So they think, like, oh, yeah, he's just helping out his dad. He's just being a protective son. But he's pretty good. Like, he sounds like Scott wrestles yeah. like Scott and also wrestles like a perfect mix of both brothers but he does you close your eyes you're like dear that's Scott Steiner without the swearing and the tiger true very true hmm. yeah and this is all done at the I think it was the Capital Wrestling Centre yes it is <clears throat> which is really around bringing it back to a smaller audience because this is where they went away from being a brand and they'll be coming developmental again Let's focus on 
the future of the company and try and produce talent, get characters off the ground, build their confidence on camera, and then they would eventually go up to either Raw or SmackDown. And people at this time were believing that Bruce Pritchard was in charge here of NXT, and he wasn't. Mm. No. This is all Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels alongside with Vince McMahon, alongside with Triple H. And people sort of forget and think, that. And Pritchard too was here. Pritchard, he was, he Pritchard yeah, Pritchard was part of this. Mm. But um, in a, a show that he did a few months back with Conrad, wow, that was beautiful. Look at that. Awesome. He he did tell straight up that he was not running mm. NXT here. He was a a producer, a a writer. Yeah, he was more of like a talent advisor. A talent, talent advisor. Group. Yeah. That's right. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Look at that look, though. It's like AJ Styles loves boxing shorts. <laughs> yeah, he had a match at um, Halloween Havoc. I'm just trying to remember who was it against. Oh, I'll pull it up. Yeah. As in the Halloween Havoc this year? Yes. Halloween Havoc. Yeah, a couple of weeks back. All right, so he wrestled... Uh, he took on Apollo Crews in a spin the wheel yes. make the deal casket match. Casket match. Hmm. Yeah, Apollo Crews came out. He had the bludgeon eye, and then um, Chucky was also going after Wheeler at this time too, at, at, as well too. From I remember the video packages. Well, it's the second year in a row I think they brought Chucky back. Hmm. Uh, they did it in twenty twenty one, I think, and twenty twenty two. Yeah, they've got to, definitely got to deal with them. With, uh... but I think also he had a good feud with AJ Styles. They were kind of planting something there to have. This is back when Dynamite was smashing in the ratings, and they thought, mm-hmm. okay, let's use our well-known talent and bring him down on Wednesdays. Casual fans might tune in more to NXT by having an AJ Styles, a Finn Balor, and stuff rock up. Um, but I remember he almost broke his arm in one of the ladder matches where he did an elbow drop from the ladder and his arm almost got hooked like as he hit the elbow, it almost looked like it snapped. It didn't break, but the way it looked, you're like, yeah, his arm's broken. Jeez. Like, an arm shouldn't bend that way. Nope. But they doing the Gargano and um Champus. Yes, there. yes they were. The uh what was Gargano's team back in the day, DOA? Oh, D- D- DIY. DIY, yes. You say DOA, Apocalypse, though. Motorbikes. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Eight ball and skull. Oh. Trick Williams getting some weapons. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> oh, Wheeler. Oh, shit, that nearly... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is Gargano busted? I think we do have Juice, yes. Yeah. And like thinking too, like I don't think I even saw Waller wrestle here. Like we're gonna see like he's ever if he's ever wrestled for like Melbourne City Wrestling or any of our promotions down this way. Yep, we got we got um definitely we got some juice here. Oh, that kick in the face, that would do it. Yeah, so it doesn't even say that. So he's actually just, yeah, he was over in the US. He's been in NXT since March of 2021. 
has mm-hmm. wrestled locally, but oh, here we go. He's in uh, PWA. That's Adelaide. Yes. So he wrestled mainly over in Adelaide and New South Wales. And we got done. He's actually he's 32 years old. I thought he was younger than that. I was going to say like 26, 27. He's 32. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. The, the bruiser weight has returned. Awesome. Tell look how fit he looks too. So lean. Oh, big time. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think he was after this match he would like leave um NXT. Yeah, the call up would have happened not long after, I don't think. Chucked him in the stable between uh with um Seamus and uh what's the other big fella's name? Oh, Seamus's team. Um yeah. oh, what's his name? Do they even have a name of that faction? Um, the brawling yeah. brutes. The brawling yeah. brutes. That's yeah, it. brutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other gentleman's name is um, is Butch, Seamus, and Rich Holland. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Rich Holland. Him. Yeah. Purely because I remember a few weeks back that um, we were going to see um, the Bruiser White and sorry the the, uh, the brawlers and the um, the Uso family. Mm, the bloodline. The yeah. bloodline is going to happen. So it says here that he actually left the brand in February, or just after February of the next... So only within three months after this. Yep. Uh, oh, he wow, took on nice. Carmelo Haynes for the North American Championship in a losing effort, which turned out to be his final appearance for the brand. He then debuted on the 11th of March episode of SmackDown under the name Butch, with Ridge Holland and Sheamus against the New Day. Oh, God, look at this. Or double crossface, but that's more of like a modified version from Gargano. But oh, he's kicking it! Oh my! We're just hasting the young fellas. But We're this just is the old the rules fellas. of like a war games. You can't tap out. Like the ending can't happen until everybody's there. Yes. So it's just like pain and pain and pain until everyone's actually in the ring. Oh, there's oh man, fuck that noise! Just tap out and just leave the match. He loves the fingers, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That mi- manipulation. Mm. Just decked him as well. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Regal ever thought about doing that back in the day with the manipulation, muscle manipulation, and the fingers. Because mm. if Regal's doing that with you, no, thank you. I'd just be done. No. That's the thing. I think some of the first times I remember seeing the finger stuff was Pete Dunne, but also Marty Scurll used to do it. In Scurll. Yeah. There's yes. a name from the past. He's all gone now, so. Yeah, is he, like, done with wrestling altogether? Yeah, I think he got outed for some stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, for abuse, I think. Just before COVID, I think. Gross. Because he was doing some big stuff for NWA. He was looking at yes. actually starting his own faction and stuff, and then it kind of, like, all went quiet. Supposedly he was working and writing for ROH and then he got outed for something. And now he's just disappeared, kind of like Joey Ryan and those guys. Yeah, that's um, disturbing, I think. Just chucking in the kindo sticks. What else we got? You know, it just sort of shows, you know, in the time that we live in, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't can't keep anything quiet if you have anything disturbing you might have ever done. Yeah. You know? Eventually, it's going to be come to the surface, and you're going to have to just wear it. So, 
where back in the day we watched shows like uh, Beyond the Mat or you know um, Beyond the Ring and all those type of shows mm. and movies, and it's like you know you didn't know all about that stuff during the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. Or you, or, or it was happening. You just didn't know about it. You just like, never knew about like it. There was just you social, never talked about the, it. The social media world now is it's people are always sharing it. Um, maybe that's a good thing because people feel they can out it now. Like there's oh, more yeah. services involved now. Um, there's more of a community about not tolerating that type of stuff. So, Jesus, just trick, calm down. He's like chucking everything nearly hit his I, own teammate. I know. Jeez. Oh, look out. Wait a minute. Something that grabbed him. Dexter. <laughs> I love the crawl out. I still remember the first time I saw this character. He actually did this in um in uh, Impact. He was called uh, Samuel Shaw. He was a play on Dexter. Yes, um, yes. When he was there. He didn't have the mustache, though. It was just growing back then. But he was like a crazed fan that would like stalk the female talent. Oh. And then he, he had a feud with uh, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson, when he was there. Ah, okay. And it was all about Christy Hemi, and then he came to her aid, and that was the storyline. Um, yeah, then they brought him into NXT and kind of said, we like what you were doing there. Keep doing it over here, and we'll give you a new this, name. Yep. Yeah. Well, it looks like um, he and Gargona are sort of working together again. Mm. Um, with the Miz currently on yeah. the um, on the main roster, so because wasn't was it at this time or was it a couple of weeks time that Loomis and his um, partner would actually get married in the ring? Well, I think they got married on the very first episode of NXT 2.0. That's right. That was the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which, which to me, just screams like Bruce Pritchard have a wedding <laughs> on a debut episode of a wrestling show. So. Well, it was the first time we actually heard Dexter Loomis talk mm. in WWE. Well, NXT. Yeah. Yeah, because his TNA one was he was very vocal. He was a really oh, was talker. He? Okay. Like he actually he cut promos and spoke. He wasn't just standing there brutally hiding. He was like mm-hmm. a real creepo character, but almost looks the same. Black gloves, black shirt, black trunks. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just basic attire. I was very intrigued what I saw a couple of weeks back with Mr. L.A. Knight and um, and uh, Mr. Wyndham. Oh, yeah, the Bray Wyatt promo. Mm. Definitely. You know, the thing is, to me, he, he's always going to be a maximum Dupree, okay? So. Max. Oh, yes, that is true. <laughs> that is very true. Dupree. I've got my maximum male models T-shirt over there, so, yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> it's discontinued, so yeah, I, I would imagine it definitely. No, I was a big fan of his when he was in Impact. Uh, he was actually a former Impact champion. Yes. Um, back when the belt was called the Global Championship, not a World Championship. Whoa. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, Triple H has some confidence in Mr. Knight, he does. Mm. Um, where um, I think Vince at one time did not. But he's also he... one of those guys that's actually quite old now. Like, 
this yeah. he's kind of at the tail end of a career, so he needs to kind of make an impact while he's there. Isn't it funny oh, enough, he, he actually wrestled Alan in WWE in 2008. It says he, he made his first WWE appearance in 2008 in a dark match, teaming up with Gene Snitsky against Crime Time. What? <laughs> he, also appeared, he also appeared in a 2011 segment uh, involving CM Punk and Kevin Nash in the role of a security guard. Oh, yeah, that was some weird stuff going on there with Punk mm. and Diesel. So he actually was at the WWE Performance Oops. Center before his actual TNA time. Oh, my God. Jeez, that would have hurt. No, he's a good talent. I always enjoy his stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. A bit delayed there, done, but all right. I know, yeah. <laughs> So who have oh we got left? God. We've still got Champa left. There's a breaker in Champa. Yep. Ron is next. Oh my god. Look at the look at the whole tin just all shoved in. I think he's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's definitely dead, son. More manipulation. He's gonna take the glove off. Give me the fingers. Give me the fingers. He just swore then. You just hear that? You just dropped a yeah. fuck then. Get <laughs> on me, you fucking idiot. You fucking <laughs> You fucking pommy, cut it out! You fucking bommy bastard, get off me, mate! You bo- you, you pommy kid, you bloody hurt me hand! Try to cut it off, Jesus! I know. <laughs> Just because our cricket team's better than your cricket team, mate. When I see the face paint, it makes me think of that classic uh, War Games poster of Arn Anderson with a. Uh... The military face paint with Sid yes. Vicious. <laughs> but yes. he's like, almost got like the duck face going. He's got no shirt on, just camo pants, hairy <laughs> chest, with a little military cap on. <laughs> just the face paint. Oh, oh man. my God. Dunst has been the ear. shit out of him. He was shoving that into his ear. <laughs> these kids are getting beat up by these old folks. Calm down, calm down, please. You've, you've broken it. Oh, yep. Well, here you go. What's your views on Breaker? Do you like him? Oh, yeah, I like him. Mm. Yeah. Let me do it. I remember a lot of the flack that he got when he first kind of debuted and he kicked the old NXT black yes. and gold in half, and people were like, boo, like they hated him for that. Struggling here, but. Um, yeah, go to... Um... Starts to get worried now. Cut, cut the camera. Cut oh, he two. did it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> someone with a key opener enough for him. <laughs> Gargano, someone help him. Just... Jeez. Oh my... Yes. But see, he's getting cheered. Like, he would be the the face of the group. And he's yes. actually getting cheered. Even though he's taken on the good guys of Black and Gold. Jesus, mate. That was fantastic. That tribal tattoo. Yes, it is. It's like an upside down version of Goldberg's one. I imagine when I uh, imagine when he was a kid, he would be walking around the WCW um, locker room, and he probably saw like the likes of Goldberg mm. and Hitman and Sting and. Um, 
Let's see how old Flair. he is. Let's see how old. So he's actually 25. Uh, so that means he would have been born, what, in 1997? So Benny's dad was already kind of, you know, had a massive career in the 80s and early 90s with his brother. Um, yeah, so he would have been, what? see, he, well, he almost kind of missed it. Because, yeah. you know, it was done in 2001. He would have been about four or five then. So he would have been in the early, just before the end of the company. Well, there goes that law. I was yeah. excited and thinking about it when he was a kidlet, but no. Like, like you're, around you're totally right. With the giant and, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Totally. Because he's, he's only a young pup anyway. Yeah, there's the name. There was talks of calling him his real name, which is Bronson Rick Steiner. That's what they were going to call him. And then there was Bron Steiner. And then it's, no, we're going to call him Bron Breaker. It's probably the best thing they could have done. He's also been known as Rex Steiner. Yep. R-E-X Steiner. Son of the dog-faced gremlin. He's only debuted in uh, October 2020. That's when he started wrestling. Mm -hmm. He's only two years into his career, two-time NXT champion, like multiple pay-per-view made events. Yep. The chamber just pays them back and forth. I've been here for about 50 minutes, mate. Just... Mm-hmm. 13 seconds. The chance. The champ is going to kill you. Oh, Jesus Christ. the face? I think it was... Uh, he's holding his hand. That was right on Dunn's face, I think. Here we go. Jesus. I just noticed all those tables have yet to be used yet. All three of them. Yes, yes, that is correct. Oh. (laughs) Just a bin flying at him. I know, fucking (laughs) knows. Here's a question for you. You reckon Champ is a lifer or AEW bound one day? A lifer. He's a a protege of, um, of Triple H. Yeah. So, hopefully, when this Miz jazz is over, they'll use him properly. I saw this person saying this theory on social media that they believe Adam Cole was sent to AEW to bring it down from the inside. Because how close he is to Sean and how close he is to Hunter, Mm. that he was purposely, he said to Hunter, I'll go there and I'll find out what they're doing to try and bring it down. Well, what's his name? Vince Russo was sent sent by Vince McMahon to WCW to take it down from within. Do you believe that? Fuck no. <laughs> I thought you were being honest then, but... <laughs> no, no. I don't think that for a second. Yeah. Nah. It, it just shows that t- people have too, many, too much time on their hands thinking that Cole, Adam Cole, baby, is a spy for Vince... Uh, for, uh, for Hunter and Sean. But I am surprised, though, because I felt that Cole and HBK were like that. Like, I did never thought that Cole would have left when he did. So I never thought I would see um, Cody Rhodes in the mm. WWE again. Again, it's like you've said before in our last episode, and when you say with any type of wrestling, never say never. Yeah. And look at these two here. They're the... Um, 
to think them teaming up after all their wars they had, the Chicago street fights, their last man standing, unsanctioned. Yep. And we've done a, a few of these matches anyway. Hmm. Is that a camera guy in the cage there? See, he's standing uh, there on, on the right-hand side. He's next to where Gargano was. There's a camera guy in the actual cage. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, he's, he's standing in between the two cages. There's a camera dude right in the middle. Yep, there. that's right. Oh, my God. Just throw him on top of him. Jesus. Oh, off the cage. Jesus. Yep. NXT. NXT. Which one are you chanting for? Which one do you mean? <laughs> this Black makes and sense. gold. 2.0. What's it gone back to now? It's like gold and silver kind of thing. The yeah, that's pretty much what they've dropped it as now, hey, I think. Hmm. Would you be supportive of an AEW 2.0? <laughs> no thanks. No. Is it, uh, all right, answer this question: Would you rather watch Impact Wrestling or AEW? Impact. Oh my lord, Alan. Yep. Come on, man. Yep. 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 Impact. Uh, I'd rather watch the Jeff Jarrett old days of um, <laughs> of Impact. What, the 03 to 06 timeline where he's world champion every week? Every week, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> loses the title. Then an hour later, he wins it back. Uh, that's a cool visual. Look at that shot. Yes. A couple of old fucks sitting around. All right, let's beat up the youngsters. I still just think LA Knight doesn't suit it. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't. Which one of these is not like the other? Who would you have put there instead of LA Knight? I'm thinking like old school. I've got uh, one name pops up in my head. He would have been cool. Who? Samoa Joe. Yeah, I thought Samoa. I thought Finn Bauer. Uh, KO. KO, yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I just thought Samoa Joe would be good, but this is when Samoa Joe was suspended, I think, because of COVID. Yes, he did. Yep. Yeah. Because Champa won the vacant title like a month after Joe lost it back in August. Or That's right. Back in August. Yeah. Through these poor young pups. The whole cage just falls. <laughs> they win it. One, two, three. Are well, you a fan of a pinfall war games or a submission war games? So a submission. And mm. there, there's very little blood in this match. Yeah. I think it was just what, Gargano at the start, I think, his nose. He still looks like it's still there. Look, he's got like a busted nose. But everyone should be bleeding. Every single person, including the referee, the two referees, should be all bleeding. Well, maybe next year, guys, if you want it, maybe we can draw out in May the AEW Blood and Guts. Yeah, sure. <laughs> And the tagline will be TBK goes AEW. Fun. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> no, 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 no. It'd just be good entertainment for you. Uh, because of AEW, it turns you into an alcoholic and... <laughs> pretty much. Yep, pretty much. That's the only way I could deal with it. It was like back in the day, it's the only way I could sort of deal with uh, impact. Yeah. And then absolutely writing myself off. 
If you want a funny one, guys, what was it? LTNA Slammiversary, eh? Remember that one? Don't remember. Yeah. Didn't happen. If you want it, don't remember it, guys. Alan asked for some Ring of Honor action back then. Yeah, I was... Oh, damn. Yeah, that didn't happen. That... Now, this is meant to be a pretty viral spot here. I think this was trending, this spot where he goes up the top of the cage. He's going to the top of the cage. Hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, my. Jesus. He yep, tucked that... his head. Really? That just split the whole table up. That was little kid chatting, holy shit, Dave. Yeah, but he <laughs> tucked his head really quickly. Yeah. I'll show the replay. That's the this is the bin spot. Or trash can. Bin lid. Trash can. Here we go. So it was a what a over the head belly to belly suplex. Yeah, but did you watch his head though? He, like he tucked it at the last moment. Hmm. That was some scary shit right there. Superplex action, I reckon, or are we gonna get the tower oh, gosh. Of Doom. No, here they come. Yeah, Tower of Doom spot. Should have put a table down. <laughs> Just a big ball, Jesus. Nice. What a stunner. Whoa, what the? What? what do you call it? The BLT? Yes. What? Well, bacon, lettuce, tomato. What? Delicious. No, no, I'm not having that. No. We've talked about this. I'm not a tomato guy, Al. Yeah, you're in here. Warm tomato, bring it on. Disgusting. Delicious. Yuck. Jeez, he dropped him on his head on the dime on that It one. was like a stunner slash RKO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're syncing up, guys, for the last few minutes, I am at 2.36.40. Right on the dot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bloody hell. You haven't got a lot of space. (laughs) Yeah, I would have loved to have seen KO or Joe in in Night's. Yeah. This would have made sense because he was almost a 2.0 guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, when I don't think. What's he doing? What are you... Yeah, that guy, that was... It's like he was going to do a downward spiral and then it's like, no, I'm going to do my BLT. You're going to do what? My move. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's been a good match, though. Yeah, big time. Big Not blood time. and guts-like style that we get in old WCW NWA days, but... Yes, I was going to say... Oh, here we go. Well, from memory, we've actually only covered one War Games in the past. We have, yes, um, that's right. Was it it Capital Combat or Great American Bash 89? I think we covered one with the Wild Samoans and... Yes, and and, uh, Michael Hayes and um, the Freebirds. Mm. Oh, shit, done up top here. Oh. Oh, God, white noise. Jesus, on the bin. Took out the... (laughs) <laughs> to the trash can. 
he squished the entire thing with his body. What should just blow up? Here we go. Yeet. Just flat. <laughs> flat pancake. What are you looking up there at? What are you looking <laughs> Hey, sorry? You keep, looking, you keep looking to your left. What are you looking at? My television. What's on? Fortnite. Oh. Well, how are you uh, gaming? How are you gaming while watching? Uh, because I've got one eye here, one eye there. I got one eye open. Clutching <laughs> my pillow tight. You know what? Don't even ask. Don't worry about it. Don't, just shut up and watch the match. Does it concern you? Yeah, because it's distracting. I mean, it's not distracting. Your camera's not even on for me. You've turned your camera off. My camera's on. I can see myself. You can see yourself. I can't see you. This look at this nice hairy man. <laughs> I can't see shit, man. Oh, shit, here we go. Is this Wall- the spot you're talking Wall- yeah, about? Yeah, this is the spot. Waller on top. I think it's an elbow drop. Jesus, mate. What was that bar? That was part of the um, underneath. <laughs> was that from the table? Sorry? Where did yes, that bar come? What is yes. that bar? <laughs> it's part of the table, yeah. Look at the height here. It's almost like a fro- it's like a frog slash elbow. He got really high. Mm. Jeez. Yeah, like, I didn't know where that bar come from. I'm like, oh, my, oh, crow. Hey. Yep, there's a crowbar. Hey, we got a crowbar. What about the G? Oh. oh, he's going to kill the cameraman. <laughs> just knocks him out. The camera just falls down slowly. Oh, but we covered that one when um, Flair took on Luger in the cage, and the camera guy's in there. He stood there the whole time because yes. the kid had no space to move. Yeah, that was some interesting, interesting weird times. Remember the one though when um Candino broke his leg. Remember the ref or the um camera guy. They reckon that the yeah. the camera guy being in the cage made Candino slip because he had to misjudge his step, and that's how he broke his leg, and then eventually died like a week later. Look at that bin. Is that cut open? Yes, it is. Oh, ribs and kidneys, kidney ribs. I should have had oh. a roof on it. Yes. Yeah. That's the old school. Um, mm. Oh, he took his mouth guard. Please put it back in. I'm taking that. I'm putting it in my <laughs> pants. Put it, don't, put it in his own mouth. Ew. <laughs> COVID. Oh, no, you can't do that. COVID safe. Oh. What's this, a DD net breaker? Net breaker. He's got it with the crowbar. Jesus! That's it. Just snap his neck off right there. With a crowbar. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah, see? Bloody COVID, he would have put the mouth guard in the mouth. but And then thrown this to the crowd. Yep. Someone else picks up, they put it in their mouth. Maybe that's why we're not seeing a lot of juice in this match because of COVID. Probably. Yeah. And it's also rated PG. If you go into the network, because I've got it on a half screen, it says it's PGV for violence. 
Yeah, yeah. Not surprised. Even though I haven't blinked that holy shit, though. Oh, no, you, you can't really blink that out. And I don't think... Oh, my God. What a super kick. Don't think uh, really shit is really considered a, a swear word these days, anyway. Hmm. That table in perfect position there. DDT. Oh. That was a double spike DDT. Yes, it was. Yep, there's the chance. Sadly, I thought I could hear them saying CM Punk then, but okay, right. You're sad. <laughs> You're a sad, sad man. Double pin. Oh, the referee. Mm. What are you going to do about it? You can't do shit. You're dead now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh! Low blow. But see, I would have liked to have seen Gargano in AEW. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he would have been good there. Maybe not world champion, but at least up there. No, he probably get, wouldn't get used properly. Oh, look out. No. Oh, my oh, God! Jesus! Splits it in half, man. Holy shit, he got... Just ripped the table apart. He, when he hit the spear, he actually got Camilla in the, fa Camilla in the face. Yeah, because his hands would have been lo yes. locked in the hook. Locked. <laughs> Here we go, Gorilla Press Slam into a Power Slam. That's Bam. it. Get the pin. One, two, three. It pins the champ, you know. The kids win. Well, I think he would eventually win the championship at um, it was NXT New Year's Evil. Um, nice. I think it took place in early January, and he actually defeated uh, Champa to win his first one. Did you recall who he would go on to lose it to and win it back again? I had no idea. I'm like, oh, when did that happen? I'm trying to think back to who it was. I'll give you a clue. He wasn't an NXT guy. He he jumped in and had a bit of a feud. No, nah, I can't remember. Who was it? Dolph Ziggler. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. Wow, how long did yeah. he have the champion? Dolph Ziggler come in, went after uh, Breaker, beat him for the belt, and the night after WrestleMania this year, he won it back. And then they've just written off the whole Dolph Ziggler feud. Had no idea. Mm. Didn't even remember that. There was even an NXT, I think it was NXT Roadblock. Uh, Ziggler was the champion going into it. Against who? Against Breaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had Mandy Rose and Ziggler as your champions. Nice. Mm. Yeah, it was earlier that uh, 2022, this year. This year, man. I can't remember. Fucking hell, I can't remember what last week. Alan doesn't know that CM Punk's left, guys, so he thinks he's still there. I'm well aware that um, <laughs> old man, uh, old man Punk is gone, as bitter as he is, and uh, bloody shameful that he thought you know he was working with some good people and he was also working with some terrible people. Maybe he was sent there, Al. 
what from who? Um, Dana. Dana White sent it, did he? <laughs> Dana says, I want to bring down AEW and WWE. I'm yep. gonna set, you're going to lose some fights here easily. I'm going to send you over there to bring it down. Yeah. You're a loser, so you go over there and be a bigger loser. There you go. 2.0 gets the win, eh? The young pups beat the old pups. There we go. The old dogs lose. All right, before we finish up, any uh, closing comments, Al, on that matchup? Uh, first time ever watching that match, and it, that was a uh, that was a barb burner. That was a kick-ass match right there in itself. Good choice from the vault yet again. All right, guys, before we finish up, we want to shout out to two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump Podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW, we even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day, Uh huh? Yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at frontfacelockpodcast and Twitter at frontfacelock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, 
you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back and we're at the tail end as of our month of November. Two great watch-alongs to John Moxley versus Kenny Omega from AEW Full Gear and also the main event of NXT War Games 2021. Alan, any closing comments or shout-outs you want to give? Uh, thanks very much for everyone, yet again, for taking their time to download this show one more time. I hope everyone's vastly enjoyed the the short little comments that we uh, content that we've been doing for you guys. Uh, it's a lot of fun for us. It's a lot of fun for me personally. I am uh, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, hope everyone is doing well. Everyone keeps safe. Remember, you can always follow my social. That's uh, Alan Ross eighty four at TK. That's where you can find me on the Twitter. Sometimes I'm on. For, um, if you keep an eye on that, because I normally will share my Twitch channel over to the, the Twitter sometimes. So I was on there a couple of weeks back playing some uh, online Uno on the PS5. Uh, I was quite shit, but it was a good time. Tom. Oh, bro. When you shared it to me, you said, hey, bro, retweet. I'm like, well, he's probably playing like God of War, Ragnarok, or like Last of Us. And I'm like, Uno. Fuck, I'm like fucking Uno, what's he doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Again, I'm waiting for Call of Duty God of War to drop, and then I will drop price, and then I will play them, and then I will actually screen them. But again, when in doubt, screen, um, stream Uno. Mm. Some hardcore shit from Alan, guys. <laughs> when the fuck are you going to get on there, hey? Well, I have shit internet. I'm gonna get a new router or something. I got shit internet. Get the fuck out of it. Come on, bro. Get with it. Get with well, the guys, dad. <laughs> if you if you have any game requests that you want us to play, you can email us at broadcast2 at gmail dot com, and I'll chuck them to Alan. He'll probably play if you like chess or solitaire. He'll he'll give it a go for you. I'll, I'll um, do so. slots. Will be up soon, guys. So get ready to watch your six hours of a slot stream. <laughs> you like cards? You play oh, cards? Hell. Yes gets a million views and starts going viral. Yeah, but just stick my middle finger up at you and go, hey, give me shit about Uno. This motherfucker's got it. 
You can check out all episodes, guys, on Apple iTunes, CastBox, Castro, Spotify. You can check us out on Instagram, all one word, The Broadcast Podcast. But the best way is on Twitter. Slide into those DMs on The Broadcast page. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment all right kenny dykstra oh, see if he's still going today 33 well young they so only would have been 20 here yeah they, they were babies here they were well, very young. at least late 30s that's it. maybe that's why i probably hated them because they're young oh poetry and emotion. <laughs> i hate young people i do actually. you have opportunities yeah your lives are not over yet you haven't got bad backs you have, you're not fat you know you can eat a pizza and not you, gain weight yeah that's right I look at a pizza and the weight just appears. Yeah, you can have sex and then it doesn't end early. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, young people. Fuck you. I was you once. I was you once, actually. Yeah. I used to have oh, fun. Oh, man. Yeah, but now this is life. <laughs>